What do you want to hear first? I did the Lindbergh kidnapping or I started the Korean War. That's it. That's, that's it. What's it? That's all they have. You can't even fucking buy a quote for this movie. That's the quote. That's, that's how hot it is. That's they how we're shut, starting. It's fucking the Brinks. The Brinks fucking once this movie came out, they shut it down. They week said, two. Can't say quotes. Week two of 2020. And you're kicking off things with that. That's the quote. That's the quote. That was the longest quote I could find. Oh, boy. Well, I could just do a Columbo thing. Should I just be like, well, I don't understand what's going on here. I just wanted to rob you. No, definitely don't do that. Stop. Nope. (laughs) That's not it. That's not the answer. I was just thinking maybe I could rob you a Brinks truck. One more thing, ma'am. And uh, just just for the record, just so I'm clear on this, uh, could I rob you a Brinks truck? That is the worst Peter Falk impression that I've ever heard, and I can only assume... Hey, look, you're Compared not rich. To what? You're not rich a little. Look, I'm talking. I'm not. I'm few talking, are. No, yeah, few are. Is he still alive? Who cares? Rich little must be dead. We're talking about the Brinks job. Good luck trying to find this movie, you whack job. Go to the library. you got to fight like three people to get the copy. It's the Brinks I'm job. I'm one of them. 1978. Two boys in a balcony. We'll be right back after these messages. Messages? Do we have sponsors? No. Oh. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Two boys in a balcony, uh, the New England Film Podcast. As always, I am your host, Sean Sullivan. Always. You've never not been Sean Sullivan every time. I continue to and will continue to be Sean Michael Sullivan. Sometimes I try to be different people, but you won't have it. No. You know what? Because it's confusing for the audience. You say, nope. You are who you are, and you deal with it. We have a number of people that set their watches to this podcast, and if we come in and we're doing something kind of screwy, we're playing around and fooling around like that. Yeah, I don't know how you would set a watch to a podcast. (sighs) I don't know how you set a watch. You must be late to everything. I got digital. Uh, what time was that meeting at? Uh, the new episode of Two Boys in a Balcony? <laughs> uh, you were supposed to have your uh, thesis was supposed to be done by episode 35. Fuck. Yeah. Bad. Do, the bu- like, do the bonus episodes count? That's how I got fucked up. No, that's how we end up. In I would have had my thesis in if they didn't do them stupid bonus episodes. Okay, they weren't that stupid, first and foremost. Oh, they I'm were... saying like hypothetically. Yeah, well, they were pretty dumb. I'm saying stupid in the biblical sense. Hey, like, and it, smart. Yeah, it, 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 interesting fact, our lowest uh, listen to episodes. <laughs> no one gives a shit about the bonus episodes. Well, it's because they got their own bonus life going on. It's fucking hurtful, know? by the way. We put out extra content. You'll fucking listen to it and you'll enjoy it. Maybe it's because they set the watch to the regular episodes and then the bonus drops and they don't know what's going on. If for some incalculably insane reason this is your very first episode welcome to the balcony how you doing good to see you and meet you and touch you yeah no failure hold you close Please rub stop. the side of your face with the back of my hand no don't do any kiss of that. you on the neck don't. on the nape of Bill. the neck invite you into my car Bill. no club you over the back of the head with a i think i might have gone i think i might have got confused as to what i was admitting yeah that was that was uh how are you doing in the balcony oh my god I'm I'm doing poorly. <laughs> All right. You're doing poorly. Yeah, not great. I got the biblical plague going on right now, and you're sitting two feet away from me. You'll be doing poorly tomorrow. Yeah, I hope so. Gee, God willing. 
God uh, willing, and the creek don't rise. It's a Ray LaMontagne song. <laughs> yeah, that is what I, you know, I always expect. That's what the people come here for. <laughs> they come to me. Look, meticulous movie knowledge, insightful commentary, comedy, great jokes, great riffs, all of it. Excellent impressions. But they're not talking about Ray LaMontagne albums. No, they certainly are not. That's what we come to you for. That's why we have you here. I'm down here. We've been waiting. I don't even know. Trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. Stop singing that. Whatever that is, don't ever do that again. Trouble and dog in my soul since the day I was born. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I've I've never heard Ray LaMont. Is that? Uh, Dude, you got to fucking live your life, dude. Yeah, I am. Without him. Uh, All right. I made some choices long ago that I was not going to uh, be a supporter of Ray LaMontagne. All right. That's cool. I just don't like the French. You'll I... never have to worry about uh, having to store his Grammys for him anyway, so you'll have all that extra shelf space. Does Ray LaMontagne have Grammys? I feel like he should have won a Grammy for Trouble. Okay. All it's right. a great album. Pal, 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 pal. Slow down. You're hot today. I am. I'm You're on hot. three different over-the-counter medications. Don't start fucking talking out of I school took a about... gummy? Shut up. Don't start talking out of school about Ray LaMontagne's Grammys, Bill. I'm not talking out of school. I believe that he won all of them. All the Grammys? All of them. Best heavy metal performance. Do you remember that Best whole... Rap duo. The Taylor Swift thing with Kanye West when he got up and he said, I'm going to let you finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first that off, Ray th- LaMontagne had the best album of the year. That's not what he said. That was... No, that wasn't him. Nope, that mm-hmm. was that was he was talking about Beyonce, um, who was in uh, Destiny's Child with Ray LaMontagne. Ray LaMontagne was not in Destiny's Child. Well, not anymore, but he was, was before he one, Kelly Rowland. Oh, he was one of the original yeah. four. And then they were like, he won't shave his beard. Oh, and then they kicked the two out, and then they, they were like, you're Michelle gonna have Williams. to shave your beard and become a lady. Oh, my friend, you're gonna be upset. I'm looking at the list of awards. Are you telling me that he didn't want a Grammy? I'm looking at the list of awards. I'll shut this podcast out right now. Oh, no. Wait a second. Boston Music Awards. This guy's got three. Boston Music Awards? Oh, yeah. Ray LaMontagne? Eight nominations, three wins. What are you doing the other five, Ray LaMontagne? He's not from Boston. Uh, Looks like he might be from... It looks like he's a New Hampshire boy. Ray LaMontagne is? Uh, Yeah, I don't know if he's based out of there. Are you lying to me? No. Bill, I got, me. I got to tell you right now, I've not heard one fucking song by this guy, but I know You've more about trouble. him. I've never heard Trouble. You've heard Trouble by I only, Ray LaMontagne. I only heard Wagon Wheel like four weeks ago. All right? I'm not hip to I'm this. I'm going to take my horse to the wagon wheel. Yep. We're going to wag till we get our way. Uh. We're going to something uh. else with the steak and cheese. Uh. Then we're going to go down yeah. and we will say please. And then everybody else will Come back. All right. Sean's about to have a heart attack. 2011. Josh. 2011. Rain LaMontagne knowledge is about to be dropped on you from the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences of the United States, Bill. All right. That's the official. The recording body of America. The Grammy Awards. They're awarded annually. You know that. I know that. And I think most of our listeners know that. All seven of them. He's received one award, two nominations. He's nominated for Song of the Year. For Trouble. No. No? Beg, Steal, or Borrow. Lost. What year was that? 2011. He didn't win for Trouble. He did not win for Trouble. I'm looking up uh, who did win, who beat him for Record of the Year. Trouble's my jam. Album of the Year? I don't fucking know how the Grammys work. Are we a music podcast now? Song of the Year. 
trouble. Ray LaMontagne. Oh, he lost. Well, I mean, you can't deny this. He lost to Nijin now by uh, the great uh, Lady Antebellum. <coughs> lady is that a... Lady After the War. Is this the Country Music Awards? No, this is Song of the Year, man. The, the other nominees were Fuck You by CeeLo Green. No, dude, I would never listen to this. Absolutely. I hope we get shut down because we played that too long. That Do you sounds... think they'll shut us down? I hope so. The House That Built Me by Miranda Lambert and Love the Way You Lie by Rihanna. Oh, that was by Eminem featuring Rihanna. Well, I think Ray LaMontagne got fucked on this deal. But I'll tell you this. He did win Best Contemporary Folk Album for 2004 for Trouble. No. 2011, Bill. You got to listen. 2011, he got two nominations. He only won one because he's a fucking loser. I'm trying to see who we beat in the folk album. because wow, I, dude. If I knew another one of these folk albums. I mean, just being nominated, I think, makes you a winner. No. Yeah. no dude, that's insane. I'd say. That's one of the stupidest things you've Every ever said. Every time I get nominated for a Grammy, I'm like, this is it. This no. is the pinnacle. No, no, no. Best contemporary folk album. Uh, God Willing and the Creek Don't Rise. Ray LaMontagne and the Pariah Dogs. Hate the name of that. I think outfit. it's Prairie Dogs. Pariah Dogs. I'm looking at it, Bill. Yeah, but you fucking wear glasses that I'm are so thick. P A R I. You're a Pariah, and that's how I know you're that a this dog. Is a fucking, yeah, I am a fucking dog. A D A W G. <laughs> Love is strange. He beats Jackson Brown. Oh, he beats, don't do me like that. <laughs> he beats Mary Jane Van Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Just boy, go back you're... to 2004 and tell me he didn't win a Grammy for Trouble. I'm telling you, he did not win a Grammy. Yeah, well, uh, a, 2011, Best Hawaiian Music. Uh, who my won? whole reality has changed. Best Hawaiian Music album uh, goes to the uh, the great, the oh. beautiful Tia Carrere from Wayne's World for Juana K. Aloha. Her uh, Hawaiian music album. Anyway, this isn't a Hawaiian music no, podcast. It, isn't. it could be very easily. Should be. We should go to Hawaii. Dude. Yeah. What? No. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to Hawaii with you. With me? No. We get the families together. It'd be a nice trip. It'll be me, my two kids, my wife, and you. Me and my wife will bring my niece. No, I'm out then. All right. She's a good kid. Your niece keeps bullying my kids. I don't like it. She keeps bullying you. Yeah, well, if I, who, what are my kids if not an extension of me? True. That's why I say go for the kids, Mackenzie. Uh, we're not here. I would to... never. I would never have my oh, niece bully your kids. That was so erotic. Bill grabbed my arm. In in uh in the soft spot. Yeah, well, most of my arms. Soft. Yeah, it's pretty cushy. <laughs> uh, we're man, ta- what are we doing? I don't know. This movie. We're talking about a movie nobody can possibly go and see. Yeah, guys, look, I'm sorry. This was one. Uh, when we first announced the podcast, we put out of a, a little bit of a a suggestion, and we said, "Hey, what this do you one like? came in from uh, my dear friend, my uh, my favorite, the the comedy pharmacist." Uh, Already January, I recommended a film called The Brinks Job, which I'd never heard of. I, of course, have heard of The, oh, Brinks, the Brinks Job robbery, yeah. the actual crime. I did not know there was a film. I'd ro- I'll rob a Brinks truck right now. And then uh, you you would not. I would if there was. I mean, unfortunately, there's not one here. I wish you would. You'd be you'd be dead within seconds. Yeah, unfortunately, there's not one here, so we'll never know. But if I'm I had saying, the opportunity, no doubt. You would try to rob yeah, it. I would rob it all. You would not succeed. Well, there's no way to really tell. So I guarantee, Bill, you're not going to succeed robbing a Brinks truck. Have you carried the one? Have you thought about the invariables? The the uh, yeah no okay lay some invariables the on the unknown me. knowns. 
Maybe the truck is abandoned be, and unlocked. Yeah, and I can be very quiet at times sometimes. Oh, that's true. That's true. I can tiptoe. Uh, yeah, I don't know if ninja skills are what's going to get you into the Brinks job. Well, it would get me out of it. That's true. Smoke bombs, ninja stars. If I could just land on top of that truck. What, fucking <laughs> Spider-Man? I don't know. Um, We're talking about the Brinks job. It's a film Brinks from- job. Who's in this bad boy? Slow. Slow. Down. Down. 1978. It was a good year. Two years after the bicentennial. Uh, five years before I was born. We were all feeling good. We were a little scared about the price of gas. There were some shortages going on. There were some Iranian hostages, I believe, that were going to happen at some point. Uh, yeah, probably. That might probably been, not till then. I think it was 79. 79. 78, 79. It was 444 days. It was 1980. 444 days. Reagan came in in 80. Yeah, so it would have been in 79. So and Once he got, when he got, uh, when he won the election, I believe they finally released him because there yeah. was a whole back alley dale yep hey just keep those uh hostages for a little while longer yeah just wait till uh this cowboy uh actor from the movie yeah it'll be good remember with the monkey he had the monkey you thinking of clint eastwood no davy jones mikey dolan's i'm sorry are you suggesting is it mikey or mickey do you think ronald reagan i need you to focus your he was in a movie with the band the monkeys he was he was the original the fifth monkey they called him okay i don't believe any of this until they killed that lady nope Bill. Bill. I didn't kick him out. That's just what happened. He did not kill him. You kill a lady, you're out of the monkeys. He did not kill him. Says it right on the fucking rolls. All right. Well, no smoking in bed. My God. No going up on the roof. If you kill a lady, you're out of the monkeys. I apologize. I took some over the counter medication earlier. Yeah, dude. I'm going to need you just to, to shut your yap for a second. All right. Hey, that was a polite way of telling you to shut up. It wasn't very polite, but I, I, I'll do it. It was, it was better. It's better than what you usually do. You're fired up, that, and you know what? You're enthusiastic, uh, but uh, you're. I have so much medicine floating through my face right now. Yeah, that you just went on a riff about how Ronald Reagan was in the monkeys yeah. and killed the lady. And I think I also might have claimed that uh, uh, Ray Lamontagne won a Grammy. Yeah, you point. certainly did. You said for trouble in 2004. Uh, it almost ended our friendship. You don't think Ronald Reagan killed the lady ever? I think he killed a number of people uh, through a number Natalie of executive Wood on actions. That boat? No, Bill. Oh, just executive actions. Yeah, not he did not kill Natalie Wood on the boat. You know that he didn't do that, right? I don't know it. I wasn't there. Oh my God, why do you always keep trying to place me on that boat? I look. I w- I wish you were on that boat. <laughs> then you'd be in jail for the murder of Natalie Wood and not in my life. But Why? Nobody else on that boat is in jail for Fair. the murder of Natalie Wood. Yeah, but if you're on that boat, you know that fucking Christopher Walken and the guy from Miami the Cheese are pinning that shit on you. Oh, I bet they would. They go, it's hey. him over there. All right. That, that, that was, was Christopher Walken. That was atrocious. <laughs> that, was, that was not even it's, in the same universe. It is that fella over there. No, dude. You sound like the fucking Snagglepuss. That was... You are absolutely exit. I'm going to unplug your mic in a minute and All I'm right. going to throw it in the probably ocean. probably deserve it. Well, you don't have to do that. Just pack it back up in the box. The Brinks job, 1978. You are, how old are you? Eight years old? I was eight. Well, depending upon when in the year it came out. All right. Well, we don't need to get into fucking That's specifics. Seven Let's eight. just fucking round up. All right. Eight. Your birthday year that year, you turned Far eight years old. Far too young to be involved in the crime, if that's what you're Were you, you familiar with this film? Had you seen this film? No. You ever even heard of this? I'd film? heard of it, but I never saw it, and uh, I knew of the Brinks robbery. Directed by William Friedkin, 
the great William Friedkin. Great uh, filmography on this gentleman. He did uh, French Connection. Copernicus. No. That's a Copernicus is not a film. That's a fucking astronomer. You don't think nobody ever made a film about Copernicus? We're about before? to fucking find out. And here's the thing. You don't even know how to spell here's, Copernicus. Listen, dude. listen, listen, listen. Here's how the, would you spell Copernicus? Shut up. Here's the wager that I'm going to make with you. It's a wager. I'm looking up Copernicus. You can't spell If there it. is a feature film called Copernicus. I'm so excited right now. You get just fucking free reign. I'll give you five minutes, five more minutes on top of all the other bullshit that we've already I, done. I don't think I'm, I don't think I've been a clear enough head to go on a five minute rant. No, I you are. We will get shut down. It won't be coherent. It won't I'm be. I'm still so worked up about Ray LaMontagne getting fucked out of that Grammy. But here's the thing: if there's not, how do you spell Copernicus? If there's not a movie called Copernicus, which there is not, because I'm looking at the IMDb page. How did you spell it? You, I spelled it the proper way, like the fucking astronomer Copernicus. C O P E R N. No, I feel I like C-A- it's C O E P. Oh my god, C O P E. That's what I just said. C O P E R N I C U S. Wasn't he a main character in Bill and Ted? Yeah, he probably was. But he's boom, not. Copernicus movie. That's not no a movie called Copernicus. Yeah, but they changed titles. No. If, if Bill and Ted's Excellent <laughs> Adventure was not originally called fucking Copernicus. You shut up now. Put your mic down for five minutes. Let me get through the fucking director and the stars of this fucking film. Or we're going to be here for fucking ever. You're the one that wanted me to come over early so you could go to bed. And you're the one over here fucking, Ronald Reagan was in the monkeys and he fucking killed Natalie Wood and Iran-Contra and the fucking Valdez and the fucking Copernicus. No, it's probably called Copernicus. Did he direct Copernicus? I probably was a freaking. He directed Copernicus because the exorcist and then Copernicus. Apologies all around. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, now it just seems like bullying. Now that you're fucking going to fake cry. It's not fake. <laughs> Right upstairs, your wife is fucking polishing the gun. I'm going to get fucking Jack Ruby as soon as I come up those stairs. So dead. Okay, I'll be quiet from now on. Oh, my God. No, you don't have to be quiet from it's now one on. one boy in a balcony oh right there. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God damn it. You made my Mickey Mouse watch go off. Uh-oh. William Friedkin. He directs The French Connection. You familiar with that? Yeah. With Gene Hackman? Yes. The Exorcist? Oh, I just watched that recently. Well, then you're you familiar know, with the work yeah, of William Friedkin. And then you watch The Brinks Job. You've got two William Friedkins under your belt. In How the many last... movies has he made? Oh, Jesus, like 30. But He's none, got none about uh, none great astronomer. None of them were uh, specifically about Copernicus. Yeah. He makes Sorcerer right before this with um, uh, the guy from Sequest. No, the guy from Jaws, not from Sequest. Sequest? <laughs> he is in Sequest. Roy Schneider. Um... That's, a, that's the movie he makes right after The Exorcist, and that is about Roy Schneider transporting dynamite or what something. What was The Exorcist, 79? No, this is in 78. The Exorcist is 73. Oh. French Connection, 71. Sorcerer, 77. After this, he makes Cruising with Al Pacino. Oh, that's the uh, the sexually explicit movie. Yeah, that's a... That's a uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Neither have I. A police detective goes undercover in the underground S&M gay subculture of New York City to catch a serial killer who's preying on gay men. Big, great chance that that movie is not at all problematic and holds up entirely <laughs> in 2020. I'm sure nothing that they say is... Uh, um, he makes To Live and Die in L.A. Wang Chung. 
had the theme song for that. That's right. And Blue Chips with Shaquille O'Neal. That was a good movie. Jade with um, uh, David Caruso. Nick Nolte in Blue Chips, right? Nick Nolte is in Blue Chips. I saw Blue Chips when I was 1994. I would have been, I don't know, 11. Probably comes out on video when I'm 12. No fucking idea what that movie's about. Yeah, I watched it drunk, and I really enjoyed it. I was just like, Shaquille O'Neal's in a movie? Shack Attack, motherfucker. Shack Attack. We gotta watch this movie that is specifically about the drafting of high school players into hey, college. Hey, Mark, can we go see Blue Chips? Yeah, I guess, if you want to go see this fucking We gotta go see Blue Chips. Very specific movie. Uh, I don't understand any of this. Yeah, William Friedkin, great director. Anyway. and uh, God bless you, William Friedkin. We miss you. He's still alive. Uh, Not to me, he isn't. Well, what did he do to you? Well, there's some things I don't want to get in on the pod, but he knows what he did. Uh, stars of this film, uh, Peter Falk, Peter Boyle. Paul great S- Peter Boyle. Paul Servino. The great Paul Servino. Uh, other people. Um, nobody really have known. A guy that was in The Wild Bunch plays Specs. I didn't bother to write his name down because I've never seen The Wild Bunch. Uh, this movie... That, that's a Western, right? Yeah. Nominated for uh, Best Art Direction at the Academy Awards. Does not win. What does that mean? Um, Color? They did the best job directing the art. Just shit on the walls? Yeah, the way they dress up the set. All right. It's a thing. It's like production design, I think, is what it's called now. And uh, usually if you do a period movie and you get it somewhat accurate, you'll get nominated for an Academy Award. That makes sense. Uh, 1978. This is a period film. It's like 20 years after the fact. Uh, Filmed in Boston uh, and based on the real robbery. uh, Yeah. uh, The Brinks. uh, I don't even know what to call it. Not the factory. The fucking headquarters. Uh, Bank. Brinks. I don't know. The Brinks. Brinks. Probably. Brinks. You know Brinks. 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 uh, Depository. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Suppository. Depository. So, uh, imagine if this movie was about these guys breaking into a suppository factory. Imagine if these guys broke into Brinks and then shoved all the money up their ass. All, stealing all the poop medicine. That's how they got all the money out of the thing is they shoved it up their butts. And then they had to clench their butt cheeks and run out of there. They're just waddling out of there with two million split between seven guys up their ass. All right. Even with all the medicine in my head, I don't like this bit. Oh, okay. This is the bit you don't like. I don't care for this bit. In this episode, this is where we draw the line? Yeah. All right. Fair. (laughs) I'll respect your wishes. Uh, We open. It's 1938 in Boston. You ever hear of it? It's fucking Boston. I've been there. there. Bump, bump, what are they in the north end bump, when it starts? They're going down like a little bump, alley. Bump, bump. They're doing the dancing. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. That alley was so. There was like a barbershop quartet. Guys in like uh, yeah, guys. stripes hats playing a trombone and a trumpet and dancing and shit. Uh, Peter Fox leading a gang through a break in. Uh, and they're cracking safes when uh, Vinny the dumb guy comes in. Vinny, you dumb motherfucker. Vinny is uh, eventually his revealed to be his brother in law. He's a big, dumb, fat Italian piece of shit. Whoa. Uh, their words. And he tells them they're surrounded. And they try to escape. And here's where we get... This movie is not... This is definitely not The Friends of Eddie Coyle. The tone of this movie is much lighter than any other yeah. crime movie yeah. that I've seen set in Boston. I mean, it doesn't get really get violent at all. Doesn't get violent. It doesn't get super serious. Doesn't really get heavy. Um, 
there's nobody trying to put this fucking town in their rearview mirror or anything. No Ben Affleck. Um, but uh, they're trying to escape. They're robbing a... I don't even know what they're robbing, but they're running through a meat locker and they're hiding behind pigs hanging from the ceiling. A couple of guys decide they're going to go down the chute and they both end up in a fucking pot of spaghetti sauce. Oh, that's not spaghetti sauce, bro. What the hell was that? It was the fucking... Yeah, it was blood? Yeah. Oh. It was supposed to be. There was like ribs oh, and shit in there. Oh, no. What? Did you think this is a spaghetti sauce factory? I didn't know what the fuck this was going on. This is a butcher on. shop, dude. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the sinew. Oh, don't tell me that. No. That yeah. Bill. The second dude went down face first like an oh. idiot. I'm sorry to break this to you. Oh, my God. What a fucking... You were like, that's a nice gravy those boys are swimming in. Yeah, I thought it, it was, wasn't. I thought it was funny they landed in the tomato yeah, sauce. Yeah, it's not. Oh, that's they horrendous. They landed in a bowl of death. That's absolutely horrible. Yeah, they probably died within weeks oh. after getting infected with... Well, that actually genuinely just turned my something. stomach. I'm sorry, buddy. You want some ginger ale? Make your tummy feel better? No. All right, because I don't have a lot left. <laughs> and I kind of need it. What a, fucking, so. what a gentleman you are. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tony Pino, uh, played by the great Peter Falk, ends up uh, with a bunch of chickens, and they're flapping their feathers all over him. He's covered in chickens' feathers. And then they they cut right to, hey, bump, 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 bump. You're in jail, you fucks. In jail. They go right to jail. And they're bouncing around, having a nice time in jail. Do not pass go. Do, Do not, not collect $200. No 200 No go. None of that. They go right to jail. They got to, they gotta, hey, you better roll doubles if you're getting out of there. And it took him like four years to roll doubles, I think. Yeah, he eventually gets out. Uh, movie's going fast. This is a, I don't know. So just to be clear for you guys out in listener land, if you want to watch this movie, and I think this is a movie worth watching. I definitely think it's worth um, don't watch it on YouTube though, because that fucking. Well, I don't know how else you're gonna watch it then. It's not streaming on any. No, you gotta get it the library. Just go support your local library. But my library doesn't have it. Like my, we're in two different library systems. I've learned. Yeah. So uh, buy another house, get a house oh, yeah. in a different library system. Yeah. Uh, do some mail fraud. Set up yeah. a second. Set up a and while you're at company. It, vote. Vote a second time. Vote twice. It's a 2020. We need to limit vote. yourself to two times. Yeah, dude. Set up a third address. You can literally vote as many times as you want to. Nobody Voter checks. and library fraud are not crimes. They're not crimes. Um, Neither is arson. No, arson is a crime. In some cities. Nope. In almost in most all, of those cities. Almost, I would say probably 100% of places you would get arrested well, I don't, for arson. I don't have a law degree, so I don't know. No, no. I, I, neither do I. Neither do I'm I. I'm just going but, by uh, gut failing. And, uh, and I, I kind of feel like I could burn shit in this town and nobody would get too. I don't think you could up. burn leaves in this town without a permit. You can't burn leaves anyway. Oh, Jesus That's Christ. serious business. Well, that's your town. It's got no trees. That's the one thing I hate about women. No trees. No trees. I got a whole bunch of trees. Mm, no trees. I never saw them. It's, but I'm pretty sure they're there. <laughs> I tell you, they don't. They get out of. He gets out of jail. He gets picked up by Vinny, I think. His brother-in-law? Yeah, his brother-in-law. He's like, hey, I got you the comic books. And he hands him a stack of comic books. And Peter Fox like, ah, fuck, thank you so much. Ah, good. This is the first thing this I wanted. This is what I was waiting for. I've been in jail for four years. Ah, I was hoping What do you mean this guy's banging Lois Lane? You would that? bring me a stack of comic books. That's Superman's girl. Yeah, where he discusses uh, that Captain Marvel uh, had a son, Captain Marvel Jr., with Lois Lane. I'm a big comic book fan. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. Uh, Captain Marvel, of course, you guys know from the the hit film Shazam. 
Uh, isn't there a Captain Marvel film too? Captain well, Captain Marvel is a lady. Yeah. Uh, in the Marvel universe, this is Superman DC universe. Oh, they're just making up. No, they're Cap- just making up. Shazam is the name point. of the book. Captain Marvel is the name Shazam! of the character. Shazam! Then he turns into Billy Batson. Turns into Captain Marvel. I thought Billy Batson turned into Shazam. Oh, Shazam is no. That's what he says to turn into Captain Marvel. I need you to pay attention. Are you kidding me? His name. Why isn't won't you Shazam? fucking? I give you a syllabus every fucking week, and you throw it away. Do the reading. I used to watch Shazam as a little boy. Yeah, and I always thought his name was Shazam. Captain Marvel. This is the worst. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry to break it to you. Kill every superhero, as far as I'm concerned. <sighs> Don't even say kill that. Kill them all. Don't even joke about that. I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. You couldn't kill every superhero. You're not a superhero. I super could kill hero. a couple of them. You could not. I could kill three superheroes. Name them. That I could think of Who? right now. The Wonder Twins. You couldn't. They'd turn into a bucket of water and a fucking machine gun and kill you. Fuck. I'll get them before they turn. I'll get their rings. <laughs> I don't think that would happen. I think even if you took their rings, they the two of them would beat the fuck out of you. They'd just stomp you out like De Niro. They would fuck you up. You have no faith in me. I don't think you could beat up the fucking Wonder Twins. Mm-hmm. One could turn into an animal. Well, I'll make sure to call you if it, if it ever happens. Because then you'd take the ring and you'd turn yourself into an animal. At the same time, you'd turn yourself into a fucking bucket of water and you'd fucking... And then you can apologize. I would never turn into water. Do you think... Any time I don't I'm, I didn't grow up watching the Super Friend. Do you ever think the one that could turn into some form of water uh, ever turned into water, and then the other one turned into a fish, and then jumped into their sibling? Some kind of weird incest thing. Kill this bit. No, 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 no. This is actually good. Fucking. This is good That's comedy. That's gross, dude. It is gross. Do you ever think it happened? Yeah. Fuck yeah. A lot of times. Uh, that's what t- every Friday, Saturday night. That's what made you a man. There's a big reunion at home. Tony gets reunited with his his wife, uh, mommy. Keeps calling her yeah, mommy. Yeah, that's weird. Didn't like that. What are you, Mike Pence or something? Uh, Tony Peter Falk. Uh, he's working at a diner. Looks like the same diner from Eddie Coyle. It is the uh, Doyle's Cafe. Uh, there's a couple. I was looking at the shooting locations. Yeah, I know they they use it. Is that? That's it was not... Doyle's and JP. No, I think that's where he takes his wife. I don't know. We're when not. The, I think the bar that uh, it looks exactly like the bar that Peter Boyle uh, that he owned owned in yeah. Eddie Coyle. Um. Uh, he's working at the diner, and then in comes uh, the aforementioned Peter Boyle playing a gentleman named Joe McGinnis, who is like one of the top fences. Yay! I'm a top fence in uh, Boston crime. I. I've never really understood what a fence is, but this movie did the do guy a, that buys all the stolen goods. Did a good job of explaining this later on. We'll get to it, but uh, Tony's got some stolen radios downstairs because this guy can't stop stealing. Uh, but Joe wants to do crimes. He wants to run some jobs, and Tony yeah. goes, uh, "No, nah, I'm good." And he wants to pick the crimes and then have other people do them while he hangs out at home. Right. He just so I guess what happens is. Uh, if you steal money from a bank, you give it to Joe for less money? Yeah, it's called uh, money laundering. It's a fucking wacky. Why don't you just keep the money? Because you can't spend the that currency because it's in sequential denominations. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I never they did. They got the money tracked. I so. never did crimes. You've done crimes. I never did. Not crimes of this scale. Not that I needed a no, guy to fucking... you couldn't fucking... pull off some of this. I never had to launder money. 
I've left some money in my pants oh as my they God. went on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, then his then he meets up with his buddy. Uh, all right, high five. No, I don't want to high five. But I don't want to touch you either because you haven't been, you've been coughing right. I don't your, blame you. You've been coughing no, into I've been your doing hands. It into my elbow like no, a gentleman, right would. into your hands, no, and they're covered in I blood. I don't do that. That's ridiculous. They're covered in blood. Well, there was a little bit of blood covered. No. Uh, they go, uh, then he runs into his buddy, um, who is uh, a character named uh, guy in a sailor outfit. I think he had a name, Sandy, maybe. Uh, he comes in. Uh, Peter Fox closing up the diner. I thought this was fun, and a guy goes stick him up. Oh yeah, he fake, fake robs, robs him. him. This, but it turns out his old his old navy buddy. Uh, and the sailor wants to finish his military time, and then he's going to do some honest thieving with him. But uh, in the meantime, he sends Tony to go meet uh, Paul Servino, who plays a, a gentleman named Jazz Maffey. It's a uh, fun name. It is a fun name. Hey, Jazz. The important thing about this movie to remember is that. Uh, all of these people are real people that did these crimes. It's true. Are uh, they their actual names? Uh, so, Tony Pino, Jazz Maffey. Uh, later on, we're going to meet Specs and Gus. Those are all their real names. Those are the real names of the people. Uh, there were guys named Vinny. I don't know that his brother-in-law was in on the job. I don't know who this sailor guy is, but a lot of these people are real, and this crime did happen the way it happens in the film. Yeah. Um, does this crime that we're about to see happen in what can only be described as one of the wackiest things I've ever fucking seen in my entire life? Yeah, is it a gumball factory? Tony, right? Tony, Jazz Maffey, and Vinny, his brother-in-law, they go to rob a confectionery uh, company. It's like a Neko. Yeah, it's like it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be like the Neko factory or whatever. But they go in. And they're looking around, and they're trying to pick all the locks. And fucking fat, stupid Vinny walks up to the door. Sees that a says, door that do says, "Do not open." Do not open. And what does this fucking dumb boy do? Idiot. Opens this thing, and then billions of gumballs come pouring out of this. Probably room. all of the gumballs. Uh, every gumball for the last fifty years <laughs> comes pouring out of this closet, and he starts slipping and falling in them all. It is so bizarre. To that this I I was just like I didn't realize that this movie was a comedy until this very moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was just kind of like a lighthearted thing. I mean, it does have a few very uh, like lighthearted moments like that. This guy's falling in the gumballs. Then they uh uh I, I first of all bad place to store that many gumballs. Why do you have a it door? It seems there? like it wouldn't be sanitary. That. But also, what? Why do you have a door that you you could never open this door? You'll never be able to close it. You never. But yeah, how do you get the? What? I need to know the logistics of this gumball room. I feel like it might be. Uh, you think it's top loaded? I think it's. Uh, I think they just did it for the movie. Yeah, it's no way to run a. Factory. And if that's how you actually do store your gumballs, you deserve to be robbed. Yeah, every you, night. Yeah. Well, uh, if they do store their gumballs. Uh, uh, the amount of money that's in the safe is an indication of how well this business yeah, is. Yeah, it's not doing well. Uh, uh, Paul Savino and Peter Falk go into the next room, and then they are trying to find the lights, and they accidentally turn on just fucking washing machines full of gumball. Like, so like many. Paint mixes. Yeah, paint mixes. Yeah, cement, little cement yeah. mixers of gumballs, just fucking gumballs everywhere in this fucking thing. It's so loud, and they're fumbling around. Like, oh. They're like, oh, blah, blah. What do we do? Then they get to the safe, and Peter Falk, who is a gr- expert safe cracker or something, 
What's Paul Servino doing on this job besides just being a fucking dressed to the nines? By the it's way, jazz math, fucking man. with a That's fucking what... uh, nice. The overcoat? The overcoat, scarf, fucking fedora. Yeah, that thing's going to get messed up in this confectionery place. The guy's dre- He looks like a fucking mafia boss. He does nothing. He contributes nothing to the job. Vinny's the guy that finds the job. Peter Falk is the one that does the job, really. And then Paul Savino's just there also. He's like, let's just pick up the safe. Well, they get to a safe that uh, Peter Falk can't uh, crack, and he's mad at. He's got that new war medal. He's like, my fucking brother-in-law's a moron. He's uh, God, I'm going to kill him. Uh, and so then Paul Savino decides he's going to pick the safe up and carry it out, which is like, that's not a plan. He's like, it's a, it weighs a ton. What are you doing? It weighs a ton. We cut outside. I thought this was really funny. This guy, Vinny, is only trying to ever win uh, uh, Tony's uh, respect, his brother-in-law's respect. Yeah. And he's outside practicing what he's going to say to Tony about. He's hey, working on it. Hey, you, uh, Tony. uh you uh, you can't talk to me in front of the guys like that. This is my job. I brought you in on this. I'm the one that's in charge. You can't treat me like this. And then they drop the safe out the window. And almost kill him. Almost kill him. Uh, no reaction from Vinny, by the way. Just Not bi- the reaction you'd expect. Just business as usual. It's like, hmm, maybe nope. I should shut up. Well, that's what I get. Uh, they get the safe home. They crack this thing open. No, they bring it to the the auto body shop. They get it open. Thirteen dollars is inside. Good take. Yep. Good day of business. Even back in the seventies, that was a bad fucking day. Maybe don't hold your gumballs in just a fucking closet. You know, nobody's gonna buy gumballs. They would have done better stealing the gumballs. Yeah, you would have sold. <laughs> you absolutely. You could have. You could have resold those gumballs. Yeah. They should have bagged all those gumballs up, bring them over to Peter Boyle, have them flip them. I'm no dice. Uh, I'll chew them. I'll just chew them then. I'll keep them and I'll chew them. Tony and Vinny are walking through uh, the north end, uh, and Tony is very conspicuously stealing neckties. Not subtle. They did that whole... uh, Yeah, that whole safe thing. Like That was like broad daylight. Yeah, they robbed the company in the middle of the day during business hours when the company should have been open. So... I think that's probably why they only had thirteen dollars. Yeah, they're not really running a, a big business. Yeah, well, no, we still got people running it to the bank. They can run down to the bank and make a deposit now. But there's not the even, bank is open. There's not even workers there though. No, there's nothing. They're just that that gumball factory. Did shut they say down was and, it supposed to be like, oh, it's Christmas Eve? No, nothing. No, not a lot of details in a lot of the things in this movie. Not really uh, worried about the details so much. Uh, they go. They're walking around. Uh, he's stealing neckties and apples. Fruit, right. Uh, they go to uh, I don't know some little office where there's a lady, and they're trying to run a scam on her to try to get a a look at the room. Vinny yeah, wants to look at the safe. Yeah, he set it up that we're gonna rob this little old lady, and and Peter Fox like I can't do that. Uh, hey, come on, Vinny. Yeah, Vinny, old lady. I fucking have a heart, you dipshit. Um, but then they uh, then they see uh, the Brinks. Uh, office wide open they just keep the door wide open and they're looking here at what we're doing they got fucking dollar signs in their eyes like fucking cartoon characters they're both fucking fully hard um tony goes in pretending to sell spark plugs and he's just looking around and casing the joint and he realizes that uh uh they got shit security and he starts planning the job they he goes they don't care about money the people that work there are fucking slobs they, they're just it's nothing to them yeah i don't care um, 
So the first thing they do is they go and they rob uh, one of the armored cars with a key that he uh, he had copied somehow when he was and in there doing the spark club thing. It down. Yeah, fun. That was That's nice. That's how you do it. That's I how like you steal that. stuff. You do every. That's do... how I got into your house that time. Oh, that you didn't know about until right now. Oh, man, I really gave that away. Yeah. When did you? Do you, do you when... remember when you were finding those mints on your pillows? Yeah, when we were staying at the hotel. That was me. No, at your house. No, that never happened at my house. When the mints were on the pillows and mm-hmm. there were no TVs that in was, the house. That wasn't us. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I think I might have robbed your neighbor. Oh. Tell him I said sorry. Will not. Send my condolences. I can't be uh, getting tied up in court on that. I'm not a witness. Oh, uh, fuck. They, uh, they, rob a, they rob one of the armored cars with a key. And uh, they open the door, and there's just a fucking guard sneaking and sleeping. He's just fucking what an idiot having a little snooze. He might as well have had a feather over his mouth, just fucking. Oh, <laughs> the way this fucking guy was sleeping. He might as well have been dead. Oh, and they just fucking just rob the, yeah. the fucking we'll bag. Just take it, take run, it all, run down the uh, uh, stairs. And then this is where they uh, money laundering has never been explained to me better than in this movie. They go to find a guy who's willing to give them 25 cents on the dollar That's, for... Uh, Malachi McCourt. I don't know who that is. He's the guy that played the fence. He's an author. You know Frank McCourt wrote Angela's Ashes? Oh, yeah. Malachi's his brother. Who's oh. ri- he's written some books. Hey. Good for you, yeah. Malachi. You got a brother. This dude. Oh, yeah. What's he been in? He looks like he's been in he's things. He's been in stuff, uh, but he's... Dude, he's been in stuff? He's been in stuff. Fuck yeah, man. He's an actor, but he's a, he was in uh, The Devil's Advocate. Uh, yeah, let's take a look here. Uh, uh, I never saw none of these movies. He's an author. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> I'm an author. I write books. Uh, what a name, Malachi. Like, uh, Chomalakorn. Yep. It's like always fucking a bird. There was a bird named Malachi in a movie. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, it's called the bird named Malachi. Malachi, my parakeet. Uh, anyway, he's giving them shit. Uh, they're all, uh eh, fine. So I think they get 23 cents for every dollar. But here's the thing, right? Yeah, not a good take. So here's the thing. They can't keep the money because they'll get caught. Is that the deal? Yeah. But how does this guy get rid of the money? What happens uh, next? You know, he, well, they said that he, uh, I mean, Peter Boyle tells him later in the movie. Oh, that he, he sends it down to Cuba or to some Philly. shit like that. I think it was to Philly. Yeah, to, yeah, uh, yeah. To the mob in Philly and got, he 60, gave them, 80 cents yeah, on the 60. Yeah, shit is fucking bad. And then Peter Boyle says that he would have given him 80 cents on the dollar. Yeah, because that happens uh, pretty uh, quickly after this. Uh, this is where he gives his wife the giant coat. He's going to fancy dinner. He's telling his wife about the job, that he wants to rob the Brinks. And his wife's like... And she's like, who doesn't? Yeah, and she has no objections to any of this, by the way. She uh, just goes with this. Usually, you know, the wife character is like, no, don't oh, do don't crime. Don't do that. You're going to go to crime. jail. We're trying to She's be a like, family. fucking do it, man. Let's go. Let's get that loot cake, baby. Uh, he sets up a mattress on the rooftop across the street. He starts scoping the job, planning the job. Uh, one night he breaks in 
And uh, he goes step by step through all the doors, and he noticed that they haven't done anything. They haven't locked anything. Nothing. They're the, not ready for this. The doors are unlocked. There's no trip wires. There's no uh, alarms. Does uh, the toilet paper they have for the trip yeah, wires. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. I thought this sequence was great where he's sneaking around and he's just like tries to sneak through the window. Right. And he just realizes the fucking doors open um, or he can just hop the fence. Uh, That was great. Um, And he walks basically walks right to the vault and then he's just got to figure out how to get in the vault. Uh, That's what we all got to figure out. I think. How do we get in the vault? Watch out, though. Because he's uh, he just got rounded up. There was uh, somebody robbed the uh, Liberty Mutual building or National Insurance or some shit, and he gets rounded up with the usual suspects. Yeah. Uh, in a scene uh, from the usual suspects, they're all in the fucking oh, the, the lineup. The lineup. I think uh, uh, Brian Singer, uh, who I think I believe we talked extensively about uh, a couple weeks ago, he is the uh, uh, director, director of right. the Usual Suspects and a, an alleged pedophile. Uh, he must have seen this movie because there are some homages in the Usual Suspects. This lineup scene, the way it's li- it looks, just like the scene from the Usual yeah. Suspects, and then uh, the way they have them all coming forward and saying the line. I know that's just how that's how they do police lineups. Yeah, but it's shot the same way. Um, Benicio del Toro's character really uh, in the Usual Suspects reminds me of the guy Gus in this movie. Which one's Gus? Gus is the one that ends up going down to Philadelphia with Specs at the end. He, he's kind of fast talking, and he's uh, oh yeah, all right. He reminds me of Benicio del Toro. Um, he it's just uh, I just it just hit me hard. It just hit me so fucking hard. So I wasn't ready for it because I don't know if I can watch that movie with two alleged pedophiles in it. Uh, I mean, there's got to be more than two in it, right? No, directed by an alleged pedophile starring an alleged uh, sexual assault. Uh, no, not alleged. I think was Spacey convicted. I don't know. All of his victims keep dying. Yeah, yeah they keep dying. That's fun, weird. huh? That's weird. <laughs> what a fun, fun stuff, Kevin Spacey. How that happens? Jesus Christ. Uh, well, while he's waiting to to get released, he meets uh, a guy named Specs. Who's right from World War II, and uh, the thing about Specs is that he knows how to blow stuff up. He's the dude from uh, the sergeant from Stripes, is what I was thinking of. That they shoot out of the. Uh... Is that him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you know? Uh, he brings the crew in. Settle down, Francis. He brings the crew. So he's, the crew is uh, Peter Falk, Vinny. Vinny, his brother-in-law, Paul Servino, Specs, this guy Smiley smiles. Sandy, S- Sandy's the sailor guy that robs him in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is the fucking worst podcast. I'm sorry, I was sitting on part of a blanket that I thought Bill had on the couch because <coughs> he had spilled milk on it, but no. Uh, no, it's just to keep his tushy. He's covering murder. He's cold. We should we should note that you are legit on your deathbed right I'm now. I'm not I'm not on my deathbed. I you just but don't I, feel good. I don't feel well. And I'm gonna be feeling worse tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I warned you before you came over. I said, Hey, I'm gonna cough repeatedly in your mouth. You this were is like, what we oh, do for that's the people. Hot. This is what we do for the people. You like to do it, please. Don't tell me though. Uh he brings the crew in. Uh this is uh, I did not enjoy this scene as much. Because it was the exact same shit that we had just yeah, watched. Yeah, is this when he makes him crawl 
when he's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you got to crawl onto the fucking... But he, all the stuff we saw Peter Falk do by himself, he now does yeah. with the he, gang. He goes in there, like, a lot. Yeah, a lot of times. He's, uh, like, without robbing it. He's always just in there looking around. I was looking at the runtime on YouTube, and I was like, oh, we're going pretty quick. They're going to rob the movie this soon? And uh, nope. nope. <laughs> Not at all. They're just bringing him to the thing. And they're all making jokes. Uh, Specs wants to blow the... This is a very serious uh, idea that he proposes. He wants to blow the vault up with a bazooka. Yeah, they, that seems like a really fucked up idea. But he wants to shoot it from across from the rooftop across the street. He just wants to launch a fucking bazooka. And everybody in the gang's like, we got to get rid of Specs. Except like, for Vinny, dude. Vinny's like, oh, he's got some good ideas. Well, Vinny's a dumb fucking... Yeah, we all know it. Uh, we've been telling Peter Falk that for years. But Peter Falk goes, he knows too much. We got to keep him in. We can't dump him now because he's gonna fucking he'll he'll spill. Your brother's on. an idiot, is what we said. Uh, Brother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, Tony goes to Joe McGinnis, uh, played again by Peter Boyle, who's uh, he's furious that Tony didn't bring him the money from the trucks. Uh, and and Joe says he's gonna give him eighty cents on the dollar for the Brinks job, but he wants in. Ah, don't bullshit me, Joe. He he wants in. He's getting eighty cents on the dollar, but he wants to. Uh, he wants in from the beginning, and and uh, the gang. That's uh, the one thing I can't do, Joe. The that is a good. That is actually that was a good, good, right? That's pretty good. Uh, and uh, the gang says no. We don't want him in. But uh, Tony don't give a shit. And then we go title card, January seventeenth, nineteen fifty. They do the same ass robbery for the third fucking time. We go step by step through this thing. This is when they do it, though, right? This is when they do it. Uh, they're wearing these creepy fucking masks. Yeah. Did not like the masks at all. Reminded me, uh, remember the creepy ones in uh, Eddie look, Coyle? Uh, yeah, those. these are worse. These look like Yeah, fucking, those were like clear ones or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These look like Clockwork Orange masks. <laughs> the fucking oh, the log the nose. noses and shit. Uh, there's a padlock that's on one of the doors that's never been there in the other run-throughs. Uh, but, but it not, wasn't locked. It's not locked. <laughs> These fucking seems... guards, they deserve to be robbed. I'll be they honest do. with you. And I'll say it to this day. They, uh, they still deserve to be robbed. And also Wells Fargo. If you can get in a Wells Fargo truck and rob them, do it. Who cares? No, don't do crime. They've been robbing uh, citizens for years. They All make right. up those fake accounts. Fuck right. that. Fucking Robin Hood. Relax, man. Get in their depository. I'm not going to be Throw on an FBI. Throw quarters through All right. the windows. Break everything. Throw quarters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a roll of quarters? You ever thrown a roll of quarters at someone's head? No. It is. Uh, Have you? It's soothing. All right. Let me get a roll of quarters and throw them at your head. I wish you fucking would. All right. Wish you fucking would. <laughs> I'm going to do them loose, though. Oh, no. That would take a Look. very long time. I will eventually lose consciousness yeah, just you will. fucking You're being gonna bored. Die. Uh they, they, uh, but uh, he gets a coat hanger and he solves the problem. He knocks the lock off. Like, how much time do we have? A minute. Well, this is going to be something. And they, well, then they did it. Uh, well, they seem silly to put a lock there if you're not going to lock it. Yeah, fucking lock the door, guys. Uh, they take the four guards. Uh, they bound and gag them. Uh, and then an alarm starts going off like crazy, and they all start fucking flipping out. And it turns out it's just a doorbell. Uh, the guy that takes the long shits uh, got locked out or something. Do you say the part that they put all the guards on the floor and taped them up? Yeah, I said the guards were bound and gagged. I apologize. Um, so after a couple of hiccups, uh, no, they're uh, they're gone. They get their they get fucking four million, two million in cash, two millions in uh, bonds, and uh, oh yeah, they had that one scene at the uh, 
the second time they went in there when they found the ledgers. Oh, yeah. They realized how much money they could get. Yeah. Forward the shipyard payroll. Yeah. Those are the people you want to rob. Hey, they're making warships. Oh, yeah. Fair. Uh... Then that this scene is uh, very silly. They uh, they just take all the money that they just robbed and they're fucking rolling around in it and dancing and it's flying around this room, a huge mess. What a fucking cleanup this would have had to have been. If you're gonna Too do much. a big job like this, don't rob, don't fucking dance in it, don't make it rain like that. Uh, but uh, as soon as they're gone, they're clear. Uh, police start going crazy. They're shutting down bridges. They're searching cars. There's newsreels and radio reports. Uh, there's this fucking super weird scene with Vinny and his wife or his girlfriend where they're throwing the guns away and they're talking about the new life they're going to have together and how. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Tony's going to have to Tony's going to have to fucking uh, respect him now. And he has his girlfriend throw the gun like a fucking like wacky like she's never thrown anything before. It lands like a foot from them. It they, it landed so close to them. It, it was in danger of hitting a rock and going off and shooting <laughs> one of them. Um, and then we go, uh, there's that, that whole scene when the cops, are busting everybody, yeah. like just giving everybody shit on the bridge. Yep. Reminded me of that scene in, uh, the dark Knight rises. What's the last one? Yeah. The dark Knight rises. Oh, when, when the bridge on the bridge and they won't let them cross the bridge. And the yeah, bomb's gonna yeah, go yeah, off. yeah. 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 Just let the people cross the bridge. So the bomb don't go off. Yeah. Boston police. I got no problem with that. Uh, well, I mean, there was no bomb. They're looking for money. No, this is just a fever dream I had. Oh, okay. Uh, then we cut to uh, Washington D.C. Baby, with the the offices of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Nick G- from It's a Wonderful Life. Who? Nick, the bartender from It's a Wonderful Life, plays Jag Edgar. Hoover. Oh, does he? Yeah, you can hear it in his voice. Yes, hey, you can. what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where do you get off calling me Nick? <laughs> I don't know you from Adam. I love. I watched that last week. Great movie. J. Edgar Hoover wants the FBI on this because they're they might be funding communism. So they find uh, that there were some naval payrolls or some shit in this Brinks. So the, now the federal government is involved. Um, and the the boys, uh, uh, Peter Boyle's holding on to the money till the statute of limitations on the job runs out, and then they can start splashing it around. Yeah, but it's getting a little like, dude, give us some money, Peter Boyle. Yeah, Tony uh, Tony can't stop stealing. That's the that's what I love about it. This actually was the funniest thing in the movie. Uh, him and Vinny are carrying a fridge up the stairs of their, to Tony's oh, apartment yeah, to give to his get, wife. <laughs> they get inside. And they get inside, and they're like, happy birthday. And she's like, Wait, what's this? He gives her a receipt. He goes, that, store doesn't, radio. <laughs> that store doesn't sell fridges, you dipshit. This probably got somebody's food in it, and then Vinny opens it up and he pulls it just a turkey carcass. Yeah, so gross. And he starts eating it like, oh, yum. Um, these bags of shit. So Specs, uh, the the demolition guy, and uh, Gus, the kind of guy that I think reminds me of Benicio del Toro. Uh, they're heading down to Pennsylvania to visit Gus's quote sugar donut, and she's got a, a roommate for uh, Specs. Uh, but they get picked up at a diner uh, for firearms and burglary, and they go to jail in Pennsylvania. Idiots. Um, this was kind of confusing. I didn't quite know why they got picked up. I mean, other than they're fucking criminals. Like the cops just walked into the and restaurant, And they were like, right? you guys seem bad. Yeah. You're going to jail. 
Like they were in a restaurant and some stadies just walked yeah, in. Yeah, they were like a diner in the fucking woods. Um, but Tony wants to he wants to take care of the boys. Uh, Joe says no. Uh, they can't spend any more money. Uh, Joe also flushed fifty thousand dollars down the toilet because uh, he uh, was worried that it was marked. It was going to be able to be traced. Uh, fucking Joe. Fucking, I didn't realize that's not the way I would. I probably would have burned that money. I wouldn't have. Yeah, uh, rip it up and burn it. I wouldn't have flushed it. That's going to do damage to your pipes, but um, whatever, Joe. I don't even know if you're going to have enough suction in a toilet to pull $50,000 down the drain. It's not like he was using it as toilet paper. I would have at least saved it and used it as right. toilet paper. Yeah, please. No, well, sharp bills like that from a bank might cut your butt up. Oh, yeah. Um, Specs is in jail. He's going a little loopy. He wants uh, money to send to his sick sister. Uh, ja- I can't believe fucking Paul Savino plays a guy named Jazz. Jazz Maffy. Maffy, Maffy. He goes down to see him. He brings him his cigarettes and the book he wants, and he demands the money be sent to his sick sister. He's going to start fucking squeaking. Squeaking? Squawking? Squawking? Squalling? Uh, he's going to live in squalor. Squealing? Squealing. Uh, they go to Joe, and they go, hey, give us the money, and they have a fucking... They got a fight. Uh, Paul Savino punches him, maybe? I can't remember, really. Um, uh, the cops are daily. They're beating the oh, shit. They all try to punch him, but Peter Fox is like, hey. Yeah, yeah, we're not violent. Yeah. Uh, the cops are in the jailer. They're beating the shit out of Gus every day, but he doesn't talk. Um, but Specs finally uh, confesses, I guess. Uh, or they just cut to a scene where he's Confess sitting at a table so. by himself and he's just fucking weeping. And then the next moment. Well, that Everybody's was getting the, arrested. That was the opening monologue. He didn't confess, though. He was like, oh, you, in World War II, you think Tojo didn't try to get me to talk? He's like, I'll never tell you anything. I can last forever. And then they all get up and walk away. Well, here's where a little bit of knowledge of the actual crime comes in. Uh, they all got caught because this guy Specs fucking squealed. Fucking Specs. Yeah, he's a snitch. And uh, But we, I want to talk about the, the actual crime in a minute. Um uh, and they, well, anyway, they pick up Tony, Joe, Vinny, and Jazz, and they they're on their way to jail. Uh, they get interrogated, they're arrested, indicted, and on their way to jail, all the fucking first of all, ten thousand people show up to cheer them on. Yeah, ten thousand people that show up to cheer them on, and they get out like a fucking police clown car, dude. Yeah, they're just they're like, all getting out of the same car. Oh, are they? Well, I didn't realize I mean, they were getting out of the same car. It seems like the street is like blocked off, so. It, it might be just lazy filmmaking. Yeah, probably. Um, but uh, they're fucking cheering them on. They're going, Tony's the best. Joe's hey, the you best. Hey, you come into my store. They're fucking, these guys are fucking heroes. Um, it's insane. It was It was genuinely like, what the fuck is this shit? It's like a Robin Hood thing. They're dude. just like, fucking these guys rule. You rob that place. Rob those motherfuckers. Guy yells, the last thing, the last line of the movie is, you're the greatest thief that ever lived. Nobody will ever do what you did, Tony. And then fucking freeze frame, freeze frame, freeze frame, freeze frame. Title card. After seven, certain 14 years, they were released and lived comfortable lives in Boston. Probably from all that money. They only recovered 50 grand? 50K, and that's the, next, that's the last of this And movie. it was all in Joe's toilet? <laughs> that's what I thought. So uh, I Googled uh, some stuff about the actual Brinks job. Because um, I was looking. To, I First of all. Watching the movie, I wasn't sure if this was actually based on anything because it is so wacky. Yeah. 
So I had to look it up, and it is. And if you go to FBI.gov, you can read uh, the FBI's uh, version of the events. And uh, it happened. The robbery happened exactly like they said. They said they had the guys were up scoping the stuff on the roof across the street. Yeah. And, uh, they they clearly had broken in a number of times, and they bound and gag the people. The doorbell goes off. All this stuff. All everything is factual in the film. The actual robbery. It's the aftermath where it gets fucking messy in that Gus and Specs uh, did get arrested in Pennsylvania, but uh, they were they were hunting down car. They took they didn't get caught for four years. And then that's not clear in the film because they keep talking about the statute of limitations on the job. Yeah. But it's like it feels like, I don't know, like three days has passed. So they were it took four years to catch them. Yeah. I'd spend all that money by then. Four years. Uh, Specs flips 11 days before the statute of limitations runs out. Fucking Specs. But in the movie, it all happens so fast. Yeah, you just like, it and they don't go like time two years later, three years later. I was like, statute of limitations on a fucking $4 million bank robbery is uh, two weeks? What the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah, it seems like uh, that would be a while. Um,. But all this stuff, they kind of let, you know, Specs got uh, resentful and worried that they were not going to give him a share. And, uh, you know, he got out of jail. They tried to fucking drive by, kill him. And um, there's a there's a different movie that could be made from this story that's a lot more in like tonally like Eddie Coyle or The Town or. Yeah, if they had made this uh, as it like more like Eddie Coyle, I think that would have been great. I enjoyed the film, though. Yeah, I thought it was I th- it was way sillier than I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought Peter Falk was great. I think Peter Boyle's doing kind of a lamer version of the character from Eddie Coyle. Like, it's just not as, like, uh, interesting or fleshed out. I don't know. I, it's, what was Eddie Coyle, 73? Yeah, it was earlier than this, yeah. Um, yeah, because Peter Boyle had already done Young Frankenstein by this point. Um, this was an interesting, uh, little thing that I saw in, uh, August of 1978 when this, uh, movie is about to be released, 15 unedited reels of the film were stolen at gunpoint. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And they were held for ransom for $1 million. Uh, but it turns out it was just dailies and outtakes. So like the films are already dailies just shit. They they shot that day. When you shoot that day and then, um, yeah, it's like the stuff that's left over. So, like, you would do, like, ten takes, and then, like, you use one of them. You have nine other takes on film. Yeah. Um, so when they called William Friedkin for the ransom money, he said, uh, get a projector and enjoy the film, boys. He said, fuck your mother. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot that part. Get a projector and enjoy the film. And fuck your mother, boys. And fuck your mother. Uh, you want to hear my favorite things from the IMDb trivia page? I do. I'm anxiously awaiting it. Not a lot. Not a lot of uh, no no quotes on the IMDb page for this movie. Uh, not a ton of trivia. Uh, but uh, I got uh, two pretty, actually, genuinely uh, interesting things that I liked. Hit me with them. Uh, during production, a Boston resident was paid to remove an air conditioner. Oh, I did hear that. I saw this out of one. their window because yeah. they were filming uh, on the street. They no air conditioners in the fifties, uh, so they got paid and they took it out. And then the next day, every window on the street had an air conditioner. I do it. that. Put in three air conditioners. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm getting. You're, oh, you want me to? 
No, no, no. You're going to pay me for all of them. Yeah. Per room. Uh, I'd be trying to damage shit on the way out, too, just to fucking fix everything. Uh, so that was a good one. Uh, this one was kind of cool. During the uh, money dance scene where they're all rolling around in the cash in the garage, uh, William Freakin didn't like the look of the fake money that was flying around. Yeah. So producer Dino De Laurentiis wrote a check for $700,000, uh, cashed it in ones, fives, and twenties, and that's all real money that they're flinging around in that scene. Well, that seems even more dangerous. Hey, that money came in a... Brink's truck? Brink's truck. Did it really? That's what it said. Now, it's on the IND trivia page, so who the fuck knows whether yeah. that's real or not. Uh, here's the best one, though. Uh, the term Pete is used to describe a vault or a safe. Uh, two of the actors in the film are named Peter. <laughs> that is that is good trivia. That's good trivia. You're going to win a lot of trivia contests. Imagine if that's your fucking final Jeopardy question. The term Pete... Sorry, I died a little. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, that's the Brinks job, man. Uh, what's uh, what's your final uh, what's your final take on this? I love it. You love this movie? Yeah, I love think it's it. Good. I think it's really good. I don't I don't know if I love it as much as Eddie Coyle. No, that's insane, Bill. But it's uh, it's an enjoyable movie. Sure. I wish. Uh, and I watched it. I got the DVD, so I didn't watch that horrible fucking yeah i watched the quality it on, of it on youtube with the what's it dutch subtitles it was a fucking nightmare not good i watched like 10 minutes of that and shut it off it was it's 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 filmed on youtube the the transfer is from a dutch television station showing the film so the tv logo is in the corner the whole time and you have the dutch subtitles but it's just the sound is yeah, so bad horrible. It's uh, and the you know the the transfer is horrendous too because it's it's just fucking staticky at some points. But yeah. you can watch the movie, and unfortunately, um, that's really the only way. You can't rent this on iTunes. You can't rent it on Amazon. Um, uh, it's not streaming on anything. That's uh, weird. It seems like it should be. It's yeah. You get Peter Falk and Peter Boyle. It's not like this is like a um, and it's directed by William Friedkin. You can get the DVD for $16 on Amazon. Uh, that seems overpriced. That seems high, huh? Yeah. For I mean, a DVD. Like that's not even a Blu-ray. Yeah. You hit me with the the uh, Criterion Correction. Correction? Collection. Criterion Collection Blu-ray would be good. Uh, you can get it on Blu-ray for $20. I'd like to see a uh, maybe a documentary about it on the Blu-ray. Um, yeah, I would love to, uh, uh, do that. IMDb also said, uh, that, uh, uh, some of the guys from the actual robbery consulted on the film. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but they do that with, like, the fucking Departed and shit. They did that, too. Yeah, but, I mean, the Departed is not a real fucking story. Sure it is. It's the Whitey Bulger story. No, it's not. Sure it is. No, it def it's not. There's no, there's no. It's based off it. No, it's not. It's based yeah, off it the fucking Hong Kong film called uh, Internal Affairs. You're trying to tell me that Jack Martin Nicholson Scorsese. isn't supposed to be playing Whitey Bulger? I'm saying that he based his thing off of Whitey Bulger, but yeah. it's not the Whitey Bulger story. Right. It's a remake of a fucking uh, All right. movie. Well, from... We can argue about that we can't. on the appropriate These are... episode. 
These are fucking definitive facts, Bill. Yeah, and we'll argue about it when we eventually do The Departed. And also when we do Black Mass, because Johnny Depp also uh, allegedly <laughs> based his performance on Whitey Bulger, though you would never believe it. You wouldn't. Um... What uh? What are we? What are you gonna give this? Boondocks? Not uh, a Boondocks? Boondocks? Too. I would say not a Boondocks. I'm gonna say it's a Boondocks. All right. Uh, I think it's a little silly. I wish it was less silly, but there's a reason that this movie's not in. Like, I think the, Peter Fox sells silly though. Yeah, he, he really plays silly well. He's very. It's very slapsticky, which way more than I thought it was gonna be. Uh, and then Peter Boyle is like fucking not not comedic at all. He's no. fucking heavy and scary. Around all this fucking goofy shit. Which is weird, because he's a funny dude. Yeah, it turns out he's the only comedian in the bunch. Yeah. Um. No, I think there's... Uh, where do you put this in the, the pantheon of Boston crime films? What do we got? I mean, Eddie? it is one of the biggest crimes that ever happened. Yeah. At the time, I'm it not was talking the biggest about, crime in the country. Sure, I'm not talking about crimes. I'm not saying where does it rank in crimes. Uh, I'd say it's up there. In the films? Yeah. You got this above The Departed or below The Departed? I don't know. I got Eddie Coyle number one. Boston Crime Films, Eddie yeah, Coyle. Yeah, Eddie Coyle would definitely be number one. I got The Departed ahead of this. I got The Town ahead of this. Gone Baby Gone's ahead of this. Uh, but these are all yeah, these are all it, very different movies. Yeah, this they is, are. This is a comedy. Yeah, I mean, those are... The town gets pretty dark. Yeah, I mean, they all fucking... Yeah, it doesn't even feel like a crime movie. No, it's like a, it's a silly it's like caper. A caper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, throw a couple Muppets in this motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, dude, imagine. Um, if they had uh, replaced Vinny with Fozzie Bear. Oh, boy. No. And when he get... opens up that, no. that oh, yeah, gumball yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> ah, waka waka. I, I thought you were thinking, I thought you, I, for some reason, I thought you wanted to replace Paul Servino, but. Uh, um, Replace Paul Servino with the Swedish chef. With fucking the great Gonzo. Uh, next week. What are we watching next week? Oh, we're watching a legal thriller. Oh, I oh it's ne- like I can't even believe we're finally getting to it. Oh man, all John Travolta, baby. Civil action. A civil action. What is it? A civil action. I've Based never seen this movie. Is it Watertown? Woburn. I've never seen it. I don't know. It's about uh, some environmental issues. It's fucking John John Travolta's Aaron Brockovich. A civil action. It's uh, streaming on. Nothing is it? Nothing. Streaming? Nope. I thought it was. I don't think so. It was when we put it on the list. That's for sure. Uh, a civil action with John Travolta. I got a waiting for me at the library. Look at you, John Travolta. I accidentally asked for the book. Robert Duvall. And then I had to switch it. William H Mace, John Lithgow. This gripping, widely acclaimed hit delivers edge of your seat entertainment. Can't wait. It's been a while since anxious. we've. Uh, I don't think we've ever done a legal thriller. If that uh, is legally what it blonde, is. <laughs> that was a thrill a minute. <laughs> One of the scariest films I ever saw. Uh, anyway, we made it. We did it. We did the Brinks job. I didn't die. You go upstairs. Go to bed. I'll I stay. Down. I might die. I'm gonna stay down here. No, I live you in your house to, now. You have to leave. No. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask you to go. Uh uh-uh. All right. Uh, anyway, from our house to your house, have a happy and healthy second week of January. Happy know, next week. year. Oh, thank God the holidays are over, right, my friend? Bump it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Mic drop.